Hello, America. It's Friday. And what a Friday it is because, man, the weekend gets here and we can just do all the same stuff we've been doing all week. Is it just me? No, I'm not. No, no, no. I'm. Uh uh. No. Catch an AA meeting? Nah. I wish. Can't. But other than that, I'm totally fine. How about you guys? You know, seriously, <laughs> I don't mind the internet, the internet slowing down. I don't, no, 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 I don't need the internet or anything else. I'm totally good. <laughs> I could do this for another two or three months. Because <laughs> yeah, it's just, oh my gosh, get me out of here. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Let me talk to you a little bit about beauty in the eye of the beholder. It's a fair point, but you'd be hard-pressed uh, to find anyone who wouldn't uh, agree that the X chair is a thing of beauty it is. Oh, it's beautiful. Good morning. Top of the morning to you, as uh, Barack Obama is so famous, uh, famously said. Uh, it was great. Anyway, uh, sleek, stylish, has a futuristic look to it, draws the eye. But better yet, when you're sitting your big fat butt in it after you gain the, the Corona 15, gaining 15 pounds. No, not from beer. Nope, nope, nope. We could hope. Nope, just from sitting around eating ourselves to death. Anyway, you're sitting down in this chair and it has a patented dynamic variable lumbar or DVL support system. And once you feel it, you're never going to go back. I'd like you to feel the difference yourself. You will um, you will understand why I think this is the best chair um, that is made and the best chair I've ever owned. Um, sitting in a studio in a chair, I've done it my whole life. <laughs> yeah, you don't get a body like this one standing up working. Nope. Uh, xchairbeck.com xchairbeck.com best chair I've ever had try it out for yourself now money back guarantee xchairbeck.com 844-4x-chair 844-4x-chair get $100 off now at xchairbeck.com a lot of people in this country would be delighted to pay more in taxes finding yourself Mm. speechless listening to progressive arguments arm yourself with the facts arguing with socialists a new book from Glenn Beck Pre-order now on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. So, all the things we can do this weekend. Play more games. What? Watch more videos. Hey, we can finally get to that closet, huh? That we've all been... Organize stuff. If we really want to be crazy, we can all get in the car and just drive around and look at all the things that are closed. That's always. But then we can all come home tonight, all 350 million of us, and try to watch Netflix and then watch how how slow the internet can get. Love that. I've missed buffering. How about you? (laughs) There's nothing better than a good old Friday night watching your internet buffer. (sighs) But other than that, 
Things are good. Oh, I think Thomas Massey might end his career today. What are you doing, Thomas? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't make everybody fly in for a voice vote. Don't do it. Maybe it's just me. Daniel Horowitz is here now. He is the the senior editor of the Conservative Review, uh, Blaze podcast host. Uh, host. Oh, he's not on. He might be buffering. Uh, it's happening to everybody these days. I'm so surprised. You're, so you're, to be clear, you think uh, just letting this $2 trillion go through on unanimous consent is a good idea? No, I don't. I just, I, why die on the battlefield by yourself? You know, <laughs> live to fight another day. Because <laughs> uh, I just think that there's, it's, it's only going to piss everybody off. Um, and you're doing, you know, you're making a stand and I know principles and, and everything else, but you know, when you are one of the very few, you know, if you're, you're, uh, you're one of the few that is standing up, uh, you know, that's, that's great, but I'd rather have you stand up when you have a chance of winning. Right. So the idea being that no matter what, they're going to fly these people back in, they're, they're going to pass for it. Yes. Anyway. Yep. They're going to vote for it anyway. He wants to be on record voting no, probably, right? And if it does yeah. come up for a vote, there will be a lot of no votes, I'm sure, just because of and all the crap be they gr- jammed into it. And it'll be great to read in history books that this guy named Thomas Massey stood up against this. And I'd prefer that that wasn't the last thing <laughs> that we read about, about Thomas Massey in history books. Um, I don't know. Let's ask Daniel Horowitz about it. Daniel, how are you? We're doing all right. What a patriot from Kentucky. Uh, yeah, okay. So uh, we're just uh, just just wondering. Uh I like Thomas and I agree with him. I think this this uh vote where they, they they're just doing unanimous consent is sick. Uh however, I prefer to keep Thomas Massey in Congress and I have a feeling that this will just be the end of his career. Look, Glenn, I've personally advised members not to do that. So as yeah. much as I think he, he is a patriot, I, I get it. Because, see, this, this is the problem we have. A lot of our base is often looking for one big hero. But the truth yeah. is, to quote Hillary Clinton, albeit in a more appropriate context, it takes a village. You really need yeah. a movement. And you need a bunch of people. And once the fix is in... they've already told people you're getting all these checks, you're getting all this stuff. It's impossible for one person to put his finger in that dike. And that's, that's really the problem here that we need to get ahead of the curve a couple days before this stuff percolates and demand better action. But unfortunately we're always behind the eight ball on that. So I, I guess the best we can do at this point is try to strategize better for the fourth tranche of this corona rescue right yes thank you thank you i I mean i really respect him uh and i think he's right but not smart not smart don't stand up because donald trump is going to decimate him uh and uh and it may already be too late but he's going to decimate him uh in his re-election and and i i i hate to see that happen to him uh because we need guys like him in congress anyway uh all right so daniel you're saying that uh, as you're looking through all of the things that are happening right now 
you're saying that the state legislatures need to come together uh, to control our governors. What are you seeing that is that is concerning you? As we enter next week, this is where the fault line is. So the, the president and his team, the healthcare experts, are basically saying the models were wrong, which, which we knew. This is very serious. It's like a serious form of pneumonia in some people that absolutely does kill people, and there will be a death toll. But that was baked into the cake months ago when we didn't shut off travel early enough, and Democrats were upset Trump shut off travel when he did. So what do we do now? And what they are saying, which is what Democrat Governor Cuomo is is saying, is that you have to have a more targeted quarantine, properly taking into account demographics, geography, weighed against the need to get as many people working as possible, not in large groups, but at their offices, so we can get the economy moving again. Everyone should agree with that goal. Yet one after another, all the governors are pushing back against that and are adamantly saying, no, we are not going to do this. We're not doing this. And each one is trying to one-up the next to announce more draconian restrictions without showing their homework, the evidence, often without putting a time limit on it. And at some point, we need to ask, wait a minute, does every dinky mayor, county executive and governor have indiscriminate authority to promulgate anything he believes he can do, even when it violates the most foundational First Amendment rights. Um, there is a strong quarantine power, but that's usually against those that um, have the virus or were exposed to this, and it's got to have some limitation. So my concern is that as the president tries to achieve that balance, remember almost none of the restrictions are at a federal level. They're all being um, enacted at a state or even local level. So nothing will change if the president uh, tries to ease some of the restrictions because it's all the states doing it. And that's why I believe it's time to return to self-governance, that the state legislatures need to convene and start rigorously debating the powers of the governors and some of the localities, um, the, the local governments, because we cannot just say, sit down, shut up and don't say anything. This is the plague and everything goes. There's got to be some oversight. Okay. So Daniel, I, I, I agree with you. Um, and I think that this, we're now finding out that this is way overblown. Uh, and, uh, and all of these measures may have been for not, we may have destroyed our economy for, for very little reason. Um, however, um, when you look at the, for instance, Florida, when they said, okay, please self-isolate, you know, keep your distance. The beaches were packed. I can't tell you how many people, um, that y- you talk to and you read and you see what they're doing and your friends will be, your family will be like, yeah, we're going out with some friends tonight. And you're like, where, what are you doing? I mean, some of us are taking it seriously because, you know, they just pumped $6 trillion into the system. The Fed just broke all of its all of its records, just printing up money and handing it out like candy. The federal government did the same thing. We're putting ourselves onto the edge of a depression, and people are still not self-regulating. They're still saying, well, I can go out. I'm not going to get it. 
can we get through this? Can everybody just stay home for a couple of weeks so we can get through this? So what do you so, do? I mean, Glenn, Glenn I, I, I'm not seeing that evidence. I mean, those pictures at the beach were really from the beginning of the first week. We're at the end of the second week. My understanding is that has died down. It, it obviously took a few days for it to register to go from 100 to zero is, is tough. But everywhere I see in my community, I mean, it's a ghost town, and I think that is definitely the majority of places. What I really think is going on here is two things. Number one, the governors and the local officials, they're enjoying this. I mean, you're not seeing them say, look, it's with a heavy heart. I have to infringe upon the First Amendment, but I think it's necessary. No, I mean, they are reveling in it. And I think that's what is concerning. And it's also if you parlay, parlay that against their uh, policies, letting out criminals. What? So there's a science behind that, too. You let that's out the criminals, crazy. but they say we, we have a serious warning against anyone. Um, you know, the L.A. mayor is talking about shutting off the water and power to businesses. There's something not right about that. So I think at this juncture, two weeks into it, where the modeling, it turns out, that served as the impetus for this was proven wrong. Um, uh, Neil Ferguson in, in the U.K. basically recanted it without admitting it. So I think now is the time not to go back to normal, but I think to try to achieve the proper balance. But, but Glenn, if we don't do this, I mean, every day they're conjuring up more restrictions and, and more snitching and monitoring surveillance. And at some point, this just cannot be a free-for-all. This is very, very, very dangerous. I, I would agree with you. I'm really disturbed to see the, what the disagreements. Yesterday, people should have gone, whoa, 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 wait a minute. The guy's research that the entire world shut down on, he now says, oh, I was, I was wrong about the number of dead, but only by about half a million. Oh, okay. Well, that's why we shut it down. If you would have said 20,000 people dead in the UK, as opposed to 500,000 dead in the UK, we wouldn't show, we wouldn't have done it like this. And yesterday when he comes out and I didn't see that sigh of relief from the media. You know, I, I watched uh, Donald Trump's, um, uh, his uh, press conference yesterday and every single person that stood up at the podium said what's happening right now with our media and the way they're portraying things, you know, that hospitals, you can't get any service. They're talking about death panels now and they're talking about, you know, who's going to live and die, et cetera, et cetera. And, and, and all of the doctors standing up said that is entirely irresponsible to even be talking about those things publicly at this point because it's not we're not at that point and we don't think we're going to get to that point but you know they just keep going that way so i i get it um so what are you what are you suggesting uh, calling our our legislatures and saying get together and get the the reins around this absolutely look we all agreed two weeks ago Look, we don't know what's going on. This is very scary. We got to save lives. Let's shut it down. Fine. But what happened was every day as the evidence became clear that this was overblown to an extent, they kept tightening things and tightening things and they're still yes. moving in that direction. So there needs to yes. be a reset and a rethinking. And you know who said the word rethinking yesterday? 
Governor Cuomo, who is the governor of the hardest hit state, he said we are locking up young people with older people. That's not the best quarantine strategy. We shouldn't have shut down all the workplaces. It's, it's almost a quote. I was trying to bring it up here, but it's a, a Fox News article that has, has all the quotes there. And I think, you know, as Deborah Burke said, the, the, the key point of, of that study, the Imperial College study recanting, is this. It's that it's not that this is starting now and we got to stuff it in the, in the bud. we got to make sure uh, this doesn't grow. Right. It's evident this has been around since December and millions of people have had it already. So that, that requires a very different strategy that cuts to the core of why we started this. So, again, you know, you, it, it, it takes a village. We need, we need state legislatures. We cannot have governors having more power than the president has. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, Daniel Horowitz, Blaze podcast host uh, and uh, editor of the Conservative Review. Thank you so much. Uh, Appreciate it, Daniel. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is Goldline. You know the old phrase, you take that to the bank. Kind of been in reverse lately, isn't it? I mean, Goldman Sachs just came out and suggested it might be time for people to take it out of the bank and uh, consider investing in gold. This happened this week, Goldman Sachs. They say it's a safe haven against the very sort of thing that we're facing with the coronavirus and all of the economic panic surrounding it. They're saying that, you know, the dollar is um, kind of under stress, maybe. I don't ever try to pressure you about things like this, but I do. uh, There are times in my life where I feel uh, to urge you strongly to at least... Uh, consider leaning in one direction and uh, and gathering the information that you need. You're smart enough to figure this out on your own. Are you in a position where this is helpful to you? I can't imagine you're you're not. Um, but I want you to do your own homework. I want you to call Goldline right now. Eight six six Goldline. Eight six six Goldline or Goldline dot com and talk to them. Uh, just something something hedge your bet spread your money out uh call goldline now 866 goldline 1866 goldline or goldline.com let's go for a 10 second station id So, Stu. Yes, Glenn. (laughs) You seem happy today. Seems like uh, things are going well. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. I'm really. No, seriously. No, it doesn't seem like it's going well. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It should be a a little bit more normal for you, considering you've done a lot of homeschooling uh, in your life with your kids, right? So... This isn't all. Yeah, that it's, no, it's not even. It's not even the kids. It's really not. It's not even the kids. Mm-hmm. It's uh, uh, it's just home all the time, <laughs> you know. And all of my projects, all the things I'm working on, just full stop, is like driving me crazy. You know. Yes. It's just a little bit. Just yes. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can you can relate to that. Yeah, I think everybody can relate to this because you know you, yeah, you have this yeah. idea that you're going to sit home and watch Netflix. I haven't watched any Netflix. I have not watched anything at all. At all. I've yeah. done anything like that. Um, you know, I am excited because Ozark is out this weekend, 
and uh, everybody on earth seems to be talking about tiger king which i'm like dying to watch now have you heard about uh, this everyone is talking about that yeah everyone i heard it's amazing i'm uh, still i'm still watching this uh thing with my wife uh what is it the overlander or the outlander or whatever it the scottish movie uh, mm. or series and it's great. It's really good. It's actually really, really, really good. But there's only so much, you know, oh, Mr. Darcy, that one can take. There's only so much that one can take. To I'm me, just, what, the amount was what you just did. That's, a, that's the amount yeah. I could take. Of, yeah, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, five seasons. Five seasons of that. Yeah. Uh, there is this thing Fine. I think that is new in our society where you commit to a series like that and you get halfway through and you... You realize I probably sh- should just bail on this, but I'm now too invested. It's like you're you're chasing yeah, no. that sort of fat lost money type of thing. Yeah, no, no, it's not that. I really like this. I mean, it's got enough action in it uh, to where it's it's good and it's it's got enough history into it, and I really I really like it. But it's just there's only so much, you know, uh, just chick stuff in it. That is just, I can't, I can't, can I, can we watch a new James Bond? Is there a new James Bond? Is there a new Mission Impossible? Is there new anything, any kind of action? Is the Glenn Beck program. All right. Let me tell you about realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust is the place that is a free service to you. Uh, and uh, it's going to find the right real estate agent for you. I think we're all going to be back to uh, work here uh, sooner than we think. Uh, this is going to pass. We we have some really tough weeks coming uh, for us as this thing starts to peak. And then I think we're all going to go back to work and things are going to resume. Get your home in order. Get it ready to be sold. Get the right real estate agent with real estate agent at realestateagentsitrust.com. Free service to you. We'll find the right real estate agent with a great track record uh, and who does business the way you want business to be done. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. Get your house sold. Find your next dream house for the right amount of money uh, and in the right neighborhood. Realestateagentsitrust.com. All right, just a couple weeks away from arguing with socialists. Jeez, it's coming up soon. Uh, Glenn Beck's new book. It is out April 7th. You can uh, get it at Amazon.com or GlennBeck.com. Yeah, this is the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. Welcome to Friday. Pat's joining us from uh, Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat, we're just having this conversation back and forth about how... um, we're we're not sure. Uh, he, I have this feeling that this is going to be like the uh, like the scientists that were telling us all about global warming, because we're kind of like could be, don't know. Uh, yet they panic and say we're all going to die. Mm-hmm. I still think we're two weeks away from seeing how bad this thing can get, uh, but. Because we're all staying in, or most of us are staying in, we are, you know, we are really slowing the growth down. So we'll never know how bad it could have been. Do you think that we have overreacted at all? At all? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I think there's been some overreaction. And what I hate are the dire predictions that, you know, the 2.2 million dead Americans and all that. How does that help in any way at all? It it doesn't. It causes people to panic. It hurts the market. uh, And people just lose all sense of uh, reality. Unless it's true. Unless it's true. But (laughs) but even if it is true, even if that's going to happen, why would you tell people that's going to (laughs) happen? How does that help us? It doesn't. So I guess it to, well, to get people to take it seriously, right? Like, yeah, I think we're yeah. pretty well there already. Oh, We've yeah, already yeah. given up half, three quarters okay, of our liberty. Only, right, right. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is it mm. only me that has friends that are still texting? They're still, they're still out going, yeah, I'm having friends. Is no one else having a problem with their friends where you're saying, hey, dude, you guys should take this seriously? I mean, we're all kind of... Staying at home. Yeah, it's all overblown. It's all. Am I the only one that has friends who are still going out doing things and, you know, going over to friends' houses? And I'm the only one? Maybe because I, I don't know anybody like that. I, and there's nowhere to go if you were to go. Where were you gonna go? going to go? They're going to friends' houses and they're doing stuff as friends. <laughs> like yesterday. Like yesterday. Uh-huh. Yesterday. I, I went out. My wife and I were like, okay, got to go take a drive. And I've been working on the remodel of our of our studio complex. And I'm mm-hmm. way behind now because of all this stuff. And we have to do landscaping. And I said, honey, let's just go to that tree farm. And she said, is it open? And I said, I hope not. But we'll just go and we'll walk through it because, you know, it's you can still walk through it even when it's closed. Well, I get there and I turn into the parking lot and it is and I'm like, whoa, 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 uh, let's not park here. And so we went around the corner and we just walked through the trees where there was nobody. But that place was packed. People were in close to each other, doing stuff, talking to people, buying stuff. I was like, what is mm. happening? I, I don't see that. I, I mean, even at the grocery store, everybody's kind of distanced themselves yeah. from each other. And I think just because they have their own common sense, they don't have to be told where to stand like some like right. Kroger's have done where they show you where to stand in the checkout line. Yeah, I think yeah, I can I noodle that. that out for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to get, uh, you know, ride do a uh, little pony back ride on the next guy in front of me. I'm not going to do that. So uh, it's just I if we just exercised our common sense, we wouldn't have to be told exactly what we should be doing and what we shouldn't be doing i mean even in britain the the prime minister boris johnson just tested positive yeah. for this what what has he been and doing did, you've been out partying he might have been making out with uh, prince charles because they both have it so <laughs> yeah. maybe that's so a thing we now know. know we yeah, now we know, now well, know. <laughs> the prince is like boris i confused you with camilla you look so much alike um <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you see have you seen any of their press conferences over there because uh, even their their podiums unlike ours where the president's like you know got his arm around people like hey we're all in this together and given the press conference where they're all right there um in great britain they had the podiums six seven feet apart it was bizarre six or seven feet apart, way across the room from each other, and then this enormous television where the press could ask questions. And they were all in separate rooms, too. I mean, it, it, it's, it's not like ours yeah, we're, at yeah. all. Uh, 
Well, according to the press, we've taken no precautions whatsoever. I mean, I don't I don't know what they want us to do. I don't want I don't know what they want Trump to mandate, but they're still saying he's rudderless, leaderless, he's done nothing. Uh he's handled this poorly. I don't get that sense. I mean, even though yes, they do do the close contact uh press conference, but they all know each other doesn't have it because they've all been pet tested. Um but I don't know what else you can do in this in this country. I don't know. I go back and forth on this, but I think so far, I think what Trump has done has been the right thing, right? Like, I, I think, think so. I yeah. think, you know, he, yeah. look, it's unlike global warming because you brought up global warming before. And I think this is a good comparison. Global warming is something where they're saying we have to ask, act right now because the effect, uh, the effects will be horrible and irreversible in 10 years. And, and then you go five years in and they say it's going to be in 10 years. That's when it's going to be horrible or ir- irreversible. And they kind of give you this constant moving deadline about what we you know in the future. And of course, you know, human nature it is long into the future. Here we have a situation where I think there's a lot of reason to believe that perhaps some of these estimates are too aggressive. Right. However, when the the information is going to be available to you as to how bad it is in two weeks, and if the the worst case is really bad, if if the experts believe this, maybe this is the right step. We, he said fifteen days, right? Mm-hmm. And yes, this is really hurting people right now. Obviously, they're going to do this uh, package and hopefully uh, solve some of those wounds. But the bottom line at the end of this is we should know in real in a really close amount of time whether we need to continue this or how aggressively we need to continue it so mm-hmm. i don't know everyone's beating up on him because either he went too hard on on these on these 15 days or that he's trying to get everybody out and in the workforce by easter and that's crazy but like the best thing to do is get the information that that is coming in and making the decisions based on that right and it seems that that be what fauci is saying and, and burks is saying we he's reacting to the information on the ground where it looks mm-hmm. like maybe it's, you know, like Washington's a great example. It looked like the first big breakout. Then it, it does not seem like it's been as bad as they would have expected it. So that's, that's, it. that's real information that they're able to take in and say, mm-hmm. okay, what went right there and what's going wrong in New York? Right. So yes. here's, here's the thing. Um, we just don't know uh, what's true and what's not. But when I watched the president yesterday, and I've watched him, I watch him every day at five o'clock. It's, it's like... It's like, it's kind of like, I think, how people felt about my show maybe at 5 o'clock. It's like appointment television. I watch it every day. You know, my wife is like, hey, the president's on. We're not watching any other show uh, like this. And so we're, we're watching it uh, yesterday, and every single one of them were like, calm down, people. Calm down. Uh, and they weren't talking to the American people. They were just talking to the press. I the the prey you can't win with the press. You've either done too much or you've done too little, and 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 they can't make up their mind which which it's supposed to be. Is so is they use racist both, actually. And, yeah, they use both. Yeah, all the they time do. they do. Yeah, in the same report sometimes, <laughs> which is bizarre. I, and I you know this is the United States of America. If if you think he's done too little. I don't know what you expect him to have done at this point. Yeah. Uh, no, short, I don't either. Uh, short of soldering people into their homes like China did. <laughs> Is that what you and want? They keep, they keep saying that, you know, he's going to open up the... Are you really going to open up the country? No, you dummy. Listen to what he's saying. He's saying, for instance, uh, let's go county by county. Mm-hmm. Let's look at the counties where it's 
high risk. Let's look at the population. Basically, he's saying the same thing that Cuomo is now saying. We shouldn't right. have done it like we've done it. We did it because that's that's all we knew what to do at the time. And now let's relook at things. Let's let's reexamine this and see what what the hell we're doing here. And 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 uh, they don't accept that. They just think that he is. He's just going to say it's Easter. Everyone get your butt in church. I don't care how <laughs> sick you are. It's crazy. <laughs> I know. Even it's just crazy. They described it. Um, I think Fauci described it as his aspirational goal. Right. Mm-hmm. right. But he's, but he's mm-hmm. considering the information as it comes in. And if it's if that goal doesn't make sense, then you it's like my goal. My aspirational goal is to buy a Bugatti. That doesn't mean I'm going to the dealership today. Like, you've got to see what the situation is. At some point, maybe I'll be able to afford one, but not right now. That's right. Like, my aspirational goal is to lose another 25 pounds. It's not stopping me from getting a bowl of ice cream in this next break. It doesn't mean I'm going to do that. Anyway. uh, All right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, Back in just a minute. First, let me tell you about uh, Rough Greens. My dog is, I mean, he's got a different, he's got a different attitude, a different life. Uh, he's happier than I've ever seen him. One of the reasons is his wife died. Uh, and she was the real meaning of the word female dog. Uh, she was, woo. Anyway, so she died. And all of a sudden, I saw his tail wag for the first time. And he was like, oh, my gosh, I'm not doomed. I'm not doomed for the rest of my life. And he had a new lease on life. Then we started feeding him differently. We're still feeding him the same dog food. Um, at least we were when we started doing rough greens. And he loved it. He would eat. For the first time ever, he would eat. Then we started making our own dog food. But I want to talk to you about the food itself. The food itself is not as important as what's in the food. And nothing that you're buying from the store has anything live in it. It can't. It would rot. It would be bad. So Rough Greens, R-U-F-F Greens dot com slash Beck. If you go there and you order this, you get the vitamins, minerals, digestive enzymes, probiotics, and even omega oils and antioxidants. This comes in a sealed bag. It can only last, I think, 30 days before it dies. So you come and you get it for 30 days. You put a scoop of it in, and it's the live stuff that all of our bodies need, including our dogs. Rough Greens. Take the 14-day Jumpstart Challenge today. $14.95. See the difference in your dog in 14 days or less. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. It's rough, R-U-F-F, greens.com slash Beck. You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right, just uh, Thomas Massey is going to get his head handed to him, and I, that's, I'm bummed out. Uh, I'm hoping that he does not call for, for a voice vote um, because he's just it's not going to change the way they're going to vote, and it will delay things, and we should not delay. And uh, he'll, just, he'll just get his head handed to him. Please, Thomas, you're trying to trying to get in touch with him uh during the show and say don't do it don't do it uh but we'll see that vote is going to be happening here uh or is it is it already happened i'm i'm 
um, and central time now. I'm thinking it's uh, nine o'clock Eastern, but it's almost uh, nine o'clock. It's almost ten o'clock now Eastern time. Uh, Stu, will you just check on that for me. Sure, look into it. Do it. Don't do it. I'm. T- I'm. St- hey, I'm I want to talk as uh, confident in you in this particular argument. I mean, it's like, look, you know, it's clearly unconstitutional, right? To to vote without I know, a quorum. I know. Like, it's not a. It's not. He's not. I know. It's blatantly. He's blatantly right on the issue, right? We all know that. I mean, it's a hundred percent. We should not yes. be spending two trillion dollars yes. spending bills this way. It seems to me to make a, a lot of sense to try to figure out a way to let representatives vote remotely. I know that there's questions about that and the constitutionality as well, but it seems like that should be investigated. Um, but like you know, I don't know. I mean, someone's got to stand. It's right in the constitution. You can't you can't have votes without a quorum. I mean, like, like it's it's right in so there. I don't look. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. He'll just be destroyed, and then we'll lose him in Congress. Probably. And I yeah. I know. Look, I'm the principal guy. I know the principle of this is wrong, but there are so few people in Congress that are standing for the right things. He is strong. He's really smart. He's he's on top of all of the technology stuff. He's right on so many issues. I just hate to see him go. He's facing a reelection that the, the Republicans will work against him because of this vote. I mean, it's just not a it's just not a good thing. I, I hate to lose him. I'd rather have him there fighting against the next bill than lose him on this one. But. Yeah, oh, I know. Uh, he, Trump is now tweeting about him, by the way, um, saying yeah, see, he's a, <laughs> <too late. laughs> looks like a third rate grandstander named Thomas Massey, a congressman, unfortunately, from a truly great state, Kentucky. There's a lot of commas in here. I'm sorry. I'm having issues uh, with uh, wants to vote against our new save our workers bill in Congress. He just wants the publicity. <laughs> this is not going to be good publicity for Thomas Massey. I don't, I don't think that's an argument. Uh, he can't stop it. Only delay, which is true which is both dangerous and costly. Workers and small businesses need money now in order to survive. I would say that's true as well. Virus wasn't their fault. It is hell dealing with them, uh, dealing with the Dems. Had to give up some stupid things in order to get the big picture done. 90% great, win back house, but throw Massey out of the Republican Party. Uh, well, now he's already... Uh, he's already... I mean, this is already well, happened, Might as well do right? it now. Yeah. <laughs> no, you might, <laughs> you might as well, well, might as well do it. I guess this is probably Trump's last sort of, <sighs> um, you know, attempt to get him to to back down and not do this. I, but, I mean, I don't think there's a question as to whether it, it would actually be constitutionally allowed. But with Massey, like, there's just not going to be enough people voting there. What they do, and I think we... I can't remember who we talked to. Was, was it Massey this week who who's talking about how... Yes. What they say yes. is... They they have to get a, a certain amount of congressmen in the room to vote. Uh, and what they basically do is if four people are there, they'll say, ah, it looks like 218. And then they vote. That's how this works. It's obviously completely wrong and totally against the Constitution. It shouldn't happen on any issue. But we're talking about the largest spending bill in American history. I don't know that the right thing to do is to just have this a unanimous consent vote based on something that is obviously unconstitutional. Um you know, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I totally see what you mean, and we probably will lose him over this. Uh, but I mean, this is see, why he's my, there. My thing in is, his, I think yeah, in his I know, mind, I know, you know? and and he's he is right for the stance that he's taking. I'm just, you know, we're we're losing uh, we're losing people who are willing to stand. 
And we got it, Thomas. You will stand. Just let's not lose an ally uh, in this because it's not going to change anyone's mind. It's not. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America, and welcome to Friday, which means tomorrow is going to be exactly like today. We're all going to be home with no place to go. Oh, who's getting sick of this? Certainly not me. Uh, By the way, I want to, before we start with Bill O'Reilly, I I do want to tell you that we are doing a, a quarantine special. It is our biggest discount on the Blaze ever. Uh, there is a ton of misinformation going around, and we we have got to be joined at the hip. We have to be together. Uh, so we are giving $30 off your year subscription. That is a massive discount. It's like 5 bucks and change per month. Uh, and that is, I mean, that's one cup of coffee. And if it's not worth one cup of coffee, then what the hell are we doing with our time? Please, we need your support. We also need you to be able to get this information to others. Join us. Become a member of the team at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save 30 bucks off your subscription right now. This will only last as long as this emergency lasts. So sign up now. blazetv.com slash Glenn. Bill O'Reilly, next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. What's good-looking, intelligent, sharp-dressed? Well, you, of course. And what are you doing slumming it in that old office chair? I mean, aside from the fact that it looks like you liberated it from the set of Mad Men, (laughs) there's no way it's comfortable, and it's certainly not ergonomically designed to the specs that a person of your clear taste deserves so here's what you need to do all of us people in the know know get yourself an x chair for style and comfort oh you're not going to find a more perfect office chair here's how confident they are that you're going to love their product you can return it for free but nobody does that i mean all of us people in the know know you know what i'm saying look here's the thing the x chair is a great looking chair it is really well built but it is super super comfortable like i was saying feel the dvl difference for yourself get a hundred dollars off by calling 844-4x chair or going to xchairbeck.com that's xchairbeck.com com or call 844-4X-Chair. xchairbeck.com. Get a free set of the X-Wheels now if you use the promo code X-Wheels at xchairbeck.com. After the hundredth time scrolling through your feed today, uh, maybe you need some new reading material to get you through the quarantine. Please. We gotcha. Glenn Beck has a new book called Arguing with Socialists, and you can pre-order it now wherever books are sold. All right, we go to Mr. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Hi, Bill. You drinking again, Beck? What are you doing out there? Come on. Oh, my gosh. Bill, I have never been so close to drinking in my life. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, Stu, what's going on? I don't know. Is he he in his pajamas or what is he doing? Uh, We can only see from the waist up, Bill, but he is at least wearing a T-shirt. All right. Mm -hmm. So, um, discipline, Beck, that's the key to get through this whole thing, discipline. 
Is it? I think high-speed internet that's not slowing down is the key to get through this. I think. I think also. I, I got to tell you, Bill. Uh, I, you know, I'm an alcoholic. I've been sober now for what 24 years, 25 years, and uh, I was in the grocery store the other day. I would have broken a bottle open and and had that bottle of that wine drink it right out of its jagged neck. Why? <laughs> why yeah come on why? bill really seriously Look, uh, well not because i mean life it's is a series it's, of challenges it's, all right this oh, is shut up this is no i'm <laughs> telling you you've got to look at it from the point of view of improving the country and improving every single citizen in it so it's like a war. No, I do that. I do. Okay, if you think alcoholism is logical, then, you know, we're, no, we're, no, we're already off to a bad start. Here's the thing. Right. And I, and I, I, and I know that. I just, uh, you know, I, I, I'm somebody who likes work. I like to do things. I was in the middle of a billion projects. Everything's at a full stop. And it's like, okay, I got it. We got to do these things, yada, yada. Yeah. But I am really ready to go back to work. I'm really well, ready to go back to work. Everybody's got that underlining anger about their lives being disrupted and good projects and good things going down the drain. I acknowledge that. But what I'm trying to get across to my uh, people on radio and on BillOReilly.com is you can't control some things. And when you can't control it, you analyze it, and then you do what's best for you, your family, and your country. And what's best now is discipline and to do what we have to do to protect ourselves and to, to rebuild a country that is uh, tottering. Everybody knows the United States yeah, I know. is tottering. So let's rebuild it in a sane, fair way when we get through this virus. Now, I have some good news for and I, uh, you, Beck. Would you like good news, or you okay. want to wallow in well, whatever you're wallowing in? No, no. I, first of all, let me just say this: I know we're going to get through this. I just, I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready to start moving forward as a nation. And I know the nation's not ready yet physically, no. uh, but uh, I agree with President Trump. It, you know, we, we've got to get back to work as soon as we can. This the, the spending that we've done just this week is insane. And if we don't get back to work, it will cripple us. I agree with all of that. And I think that, uh, in fact, I don't think I know that the strategy of the federal government now, as, it, as we talk today, is to um, segment the country into yes. hot spots like New York, where I am right now, and then other places that aren't so bad. And then in the not-so-bad places, you roll out a normalcy before you do right. that in New York or California. So Correct. that's the strategy. Right. Correct. Now, Bill, how what is it like? What is it like in New York right now? Because that's where you're on Long Island. I know that. Yeah. But man, watching television, it seems like escape from New York. Well, I'm 20 miles outside of the city. Last time I was in Not the city, enough. I think it was three or four weeks ago. Um, the people living in New York are in a bad place because they're on top of one another. So it's 8.6 right. million living mm -hmm. in 
a single city, it's like London, um, but unlike London, most of the people live in these high-rise apartments where there are right. literally hundreds of people in your proximity. You can't Thousands. keep six yeah. feet distance. Um, Correct. People. So what's happened is most of the folks are staying inside. They go out to buy groceries or maybe uh, take a walk or a jog. They've, they've, uh, they have streets for that, and they block the streets off from traffic. You can go outside and get some fresh air. But um, it's a escape from New York scenario, the, the movie we're talking about with Kurt Russell and Lee Van Cleef. Um, but, <laughs> but the good news is there really hasn't been any violence, and there hasn't been any yeah. looting, there hasn't yeah. been any social disorder. The police are up against it because they're getting sick and they have families, and they have to go out and interact. And the, uh, the health workers and the hospitals are up against it. So it's bad here, whereby in the rural areas of the country, most places it's not so bad. But can I get to the good news, Beck? Can yeah, I get, get to, to the good news. Get to the good uh, news. In China, Starbucks, which runs 4,200 stores, has opened up 95% of them after closing them down. Because the virus, according to Starbucks, is contained. If that's true, and I don't doubt the stores are opening, that's a three-month arc. Because this started in China. It's a three-month arc, and then the virus has dissipated. Now, you can't believe the communist government. can't believe what they say. It's all a bunch of crap. But this is coming out of Seattle. This is coming out of the CEO there. And so when I saw that, of course, none of the press actually reports the news. So you didn't hear it anywhere but BillOReilly.com. I went, this is a pretty good deal. This is good. Um, And the guy is Kevin Johnson. He's on the record. So if that's true, there may be a three-month arc. And that would mean in late April, it would start to dissipate in the USA. Right. We're about 50 days behind China. Um, And so whatever whatever is happening, if we can trust China, whatever is happening in China, we're about 50 days behind them. So what if you look, go back and look at the headlines, I haven't posted at glenbeck.com. If you look at the headlines 50 days ago uh, in China, that's where we are. Um, And so we're just but I'm not going to quibble. See what I'm what I'm concerned about is people uh, hurting themselves because they can't handle the pressure of the Me too. pandemic. Me too. And if you I, dis- I, I talked to the suicide hotline people yesterday. Yep. Suicide hotline is up 300%. So I want to report accurately, but I also want to report things that are good. And that separates me from the national media, which yeah. is blending reporting on the pandemic with their political wish list that Trump be destroyed. So you don't get the, the truth there. You, you're getting a uh, spin negative to hurt Trump about the pandemic. Right. right. So, you know, that's my job. That's your job. I mean, I, I have to say that I consider the blaze an honest form of, uh, of communication. You're different from BillOReilly.com. I'm very hard news uh, focused on mine. 
Uh, I don't go off into a lot of different areas, but that's not a criticism. It's just what it is. Yeah. In fact, hundreds of thousands of people are coming into my website. It's unprecedented. Hundreds of thousands. Because they know what they're seeing, particularly on television in America, is a bunch of garbage because it's speculation. How many times have you seen an anchor go to their audience and to the guest? How many times have you heard the words, um, what do you make of this? When you hear those words, you know that anchor person, whatever, doesn't have a question. Is not smart enough to have a question. What do you make of this? What are you, nuts? Your job is to bring information and get more information. Not this bilge, word of the day, B-I-L-G-E, that we're hearing. So anyway, I, I really want to bring the best available information. I think this thing subsides by summer. I could be wrong, but I think that's what we're going to look at. I think so, too. I think it is going to I think, you know, April or May is when we're going to pull out of this uh, and it's a seasonal thing. So we'll be facing it again, uh, but hopefully we will be more prepared uh, for it the next time. When when this lifts, we have to understand that this is like a seasonal flu. It's going to come back. So we need to prepare. We need to you know, we're going to have to keep our distance from each other for a while. I want to take a quick break, Bill. And, and uh, when we come back, I want to talk to you specifically about the spending bill. Uh, the I think the suicide that Thomas Massey just went on a suicide mission. Uh, and um, and also, I want to talk to you a little bit about what the Fed is doing and how you feel about this far as our recovery. Right thing to do, too much, too little. They're already talking about yet another stimulus package. We'll get to that here in just a second. All right, I want to talk to you a little bit about Goldline. Goldman Sachs said just the other day, uh, no, it's, it's ZipRecruiter, sorry, gosh, I'm sorry. Uh, ZipRecruiter. Uh, ZipRecruiter uh, is the best way to hire, and we're all going to have to hire again. Uh, and ho- hopefully you haven't let people go, but if you have, our businesses are going to come back, and they're going to come roaring back. And right now you're hearing the the sound whipping through the wind, whipping through the cubicles, uh, through offices all over America. Uh, if... If you are somebody who is going to be hiring people, I want you to look at ZipRecruiter because you want to be the first in and getting all of the great people who have been let go because there's a ton of people that have been let go. When you're ready to hire new people, uh, make sure you use ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. They send your job out to a 100 of the web's leading job sites. They have powerful matching technology. ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply for your job. Smart people are using ZipRecruiter right now and trying to find the right people because we are coming back. Find them now. ZipRecruiter. Do it for free. You can go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck and use the service for free this time. ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-C-K. It's the smartest way to hire. ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID.
So, Bill, let's talk about the stimulus package. What would you think of the stimulus package? So it's a three-month fix. Um, you know, if I were a senator, I would vote for it. I understand that it was loaded up with a lot of garbage that doesn't have anything to do with the pandemic. Um, and uh, the bill is, I don't think it's overall harmful to the nation because you needed it this time particularly because it did stabilize the stock market for a few days. But it's a three-month fix, and now we're $25 trillion in debt. So, you know, but you got to get through this before you can deal with the debt. Uh, it looks like Thomas Massey may have just uh, committed political suicide. He was standing up in Congress and saying, this is unconstitutional. To We, we don't have a quorum here. And you can't just pass bills without a vote. Uh, and he wanted a he wanted a vote, and uh, you know he didn't get one. And now, I mean, how do you think he's going to fare? I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me whether he fares well or not. I in the end, and I cut through all the BS. The House will pass the bill, and uh, Trump will sign it. And then three months. Hence, we're going to be looking at another bailout unless they come up with a vaccine. That's the whole key here, is if the medical community um, can come up with medicine or a vaccine to knock this thing out vis-a-vis Ebola. Um, I think they're going to be able to, and that deck will nail socialism for the next 10 years dead in this country. Because who is the target of uh, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, the big drug companies. Well, who's going right. to save our butts? The big the drug big companies. Drug companies, yeah. Um, um, and, you know, if you think that the federal government can save you in the medical area, well, let's see if the federal government gets, gets the uh, vaccine. They won't. It'll come out of the private sector. So, you know, it's 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 interesting because Fauci has just come out and said, if we would have had nationalized medicine, we'd be really screwed. Uh, well, you know, stats. look at the stats in, in Italy and Spain. The deaths yeah. are a million. They're right. Seven times as high as the United States. The United States right. has the lowest deaths per million population of any country that's been impacted. And the, the, it I mean, looks that's, like Germany. That's the hard stats. And if you look at Germany, which uh, whose market I think may even be more free than ours because their CDC, if you will, doesn't have dictatorial powers. Um, they just advise and say, look, we need testing that gives us these kinds of results. And then it has to go to the free market. And their testing is off the charts. I mean, they are testing everybody in germany and that is helping them and that's because of the free market that's mandated because of national socialism in the 1930s well i don't believe the german stats number one that they're putting out i don't believe it um but i have it right in front of me deaths in germany from corona 3.4 per million all right in the united states is four per million in italy it's 136 per million. That's socialized medicine. Spain, 104. Great Britain, double hours. Double hours. So um, I'm not 
I was always uh, a guy who, who believed the government should oversee the medical industry, but not impose government mandates like Bernie Sanders right. wants and all that. And I think this is one of the, one of the things that will come out of the, uh, the COVID thing is that socialism is dead. The other thing is the Second Amendment will never again be challenged, at least in our lifetime. Because people know the government can't protect you. Can't protect you. Uh, I I mean, right now, look at what's happening. Look what's happening uh, to the Second Amendment, though, right now. I mean, you have states like California, uh, L.A., the, the sheriffs there shut down all gun stores. I mean, they are they are doing everything they can to shut down. Uh, but the people the are going to rebel. Don't you believe? I think Virginia, that's the one to keep your eye on in November. I think they're going to throw out all these people. Now, I don't know about California. That's pretty crazy. But Virginia, you keep your eye on that that state in November. I agree. I agree. All right. We're going to come back with Bill O'Reilly in just a second. We're going to talk a little politics, uh, a little Joe Biden, what the Democrats strategy is, how the president is faring so so far. Uh, His press conference, it's getting too popular. It is must watch television. And that's why the media wants it shut down. You might be thinking right now, literally, um, anything in the housing market is a huge gamble and maybe even a mistake. The economy has been all over the place. People are swapping the coronavirus, whether they want to or not, and everything is a mess right now. But the good news is this, too, shall pass. Maybe sooner, maybe later. But America is going to get back on its feet again, and that means your real estate plans might be fine. You need to ask an expert. Uh, this is where real estate agents I trust come in. Even under the best circumstances, the agents I work with are at the top of their class. And when you get into a scary market like this one, you need the agents. Been, I've been there, done that, seen this one before. Imagine the market in 2008. Market's not that way yet. I mean, right now, houses are still selling uh, and they are, are closing on them. And with the loans now being so inexpensive, the interest rate so low, this may actually work out to your advantage. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, make sure you contact realestateagentsitrust.com right now. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn Beck's Arguing with Socialists is available uh, April 7th. You can pre-order now at glenbeck.com or at amazon.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It's Friday. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com is joining us now. Bill, let me, uh, let me take you to the, I think, must-watch TV of the day. It's at 5 o'clock, which is, you know, uh, somebody else was very successful at that time. Um, but, uh, b- uh, but Donald Trump, I think, is hitting this out of the park with these, these nightly uh, you know, briefings at 5 o'clock every, every night. And... What's interesting to me is uh, the numbers are so huge, they have to be, because the media doesn't want to cover them anymore. 
They're saying this is just a campaign rally. We don't think we should cut away from these. They're fantastic television, full of information, and really shows how wrong the media is. Because you watch that, and then you watch them report, it's not the same thing. Well, a NPR station in Seattle uh, bailed, and they're not going to cover them anymore. I understand there's a big debate in the corporations that run CNN and MSNBC about carrying them. I think you're right that this helps Donald Trump and uh, builds up his credibility. You can see that yep. in the polling. 60% feel he's doing a good job handling the virus. Yep. Um, and as I said, if he gets it under control by summer, I can't see him losing at all, no matter whether it's Biden or Cuomo, because Cuomo, by the way, is, you know, setting himself up as the virus candidate. Um, right. So you've got to assume that the television media that despises Trump, that makes all kinds of money hating him, may bail out. They, they might do it. And they'll obviously not be doing it for any other reason than to try to hurt the president. Yeah, it's amazing to me because there it, it's not just him. You have to get past his wonderful, marvelous, it's incredible. You got to get past some of the superlatives he throws in all the time. But if you listen to the information and you listen to the way he's handling this, uh, and then you listen to the experts, he, he's not really taking things on. He'll, he'll just be like, you know, Bill, why don't you answer that? Um, he's doing a, an exceptional job in my, in, in, in my point of view. And when you're watching it, what part of that isn't essential information that you should have every single day? What part of that? Well, the, the viewer should have the option of watching it or not. Yes. That's what, that's what news is. So this right. is news. Here's the president. He's talking about the virus. That's news. So you're going to yes. censor the news? Sure they would. They'd do it in a heartbeat if they felt they could get away with it. Uh, and they may do it. I, I do, I'm not as bullish on, uh, on uh, the president as you are. I think we really? should use more precise language. We don't oh, need yeah, to really yeah, yeah. hear they're really great people 50 times. Right, um, I, agree, I agree. Okay. But uh, in, in the very beginning of this, I had a conversation. Um, I'm not going to tell you with whom. Uh, but it was at the highest level, and I said, this is what you got to do. Now, I'm not taking credit for it. I'm sure his advisors tell him the same thing. Um, but by being a steady, that's the key word, influence on the nation, you can take it or leave it if you're an American. You don't have to watch it. You can watch American Bandstand. Is that still on? I don't think so, but... That's what I used to watch at five o'clock. So, Bill, you know, what's interesting, I was watching because I think Mike Pence is doing a fantastic job. But if you watch it every night, Mike Pence is is very much cut from the cloth of a of a politician, a regular politician. He's He's been very. Yeah, he's a bureaucrat. He's doing a great job. He's very, very positive. But. You hear the same things from him every day. He, he keeps giving the same positive message sure. the same way every day, where what I think makes Donald Trump different is he's not prepared like that. He doesn't do that stuff. Uh, and so it's just much more of a raw kind of 
Yeah, look, I'm just hanging. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm hanging out with you. Let me just tell you, you got all these experts over here. I don't know. Susan, come here. You talk about that. The more he does that, the more effective I think he becomes because it, it, what I'm for the first time, I'm seeing what it must be like to work for him when he's building a very complex system you know when he's building some golf course hotels casinos and he's in a boardroom meeting i'm seeing him for the first time as a guy who assembles a rock solid team and then just shoots from the hip and respects what the people that he's assembled are saying you don't often see donald trump um in a in a light where he's really respecting the people you just think he doesn't listen to anybody, which is not true. And you're seeing that he's listening to these people, and he respects them, and they respect him. I think that's well, he important. He likes Burks. Uh, he likes that doctor. Um, Pence always reminds me of the Brill Cream guy. A little dabble, do you? The hair yeah. never moves. I love, I love the hair. And he looks the part. And he ran Indiana exactly what he's doing. Now, very disciplined guy. He's not going to say anything to get him in trouble. And then Trump is the exact opposite. He's going to come out, as you said. Uh, he's going to ruminate. He's going to, well, you know, maybe we'll do this. Well, maybe we won't. And, and people are actually following and listening to what he says. Whereas right. if you had Pence and I think that, they... I, I think they understand him, though, as well. I think the people, if they're watching, understand what he's saying. And it's amazing. The people that are paid to watch him, they don't listen to him. Because when he's talking about, hey, April, this is clearly what he would like to do. And he's preparing sure, people sure. for... It's, it's all in context of, I'm right. going to try to lift the spirits of the nation. But, Beck, you know, right. and we've discussed this on your fine radio program. These correspondents that are sent out to cover Donald Trump each day are told yeah. what to do. They're told, oh, here's the story of the day, and this is what you need to find out. So you're absolutely right. They're not listening to what he's saying. They're trying to get in their question to diminish him, because that's right. what they've been ordered to do. Right. So it's not like they're reporters trying to get the truth and listening to what is unfolding before them. They've got their little list. Get them here. Get so them there. Question you, this. Question that. Do you believe, Bill, for the first time I have seen the the news people in even a worse light uh, than I have before? Uh, I'm seeing now in a national emergency... Something that we're, we're facing bigger than 9-11. Uh, and we're in a national emergency, and they are... It's so bad. It's almost as, it's almost as if they are, are... They would rather see the country burn down to the ground than have this guy right in any way, shape, or form. Well, certainly that is true for the New York Times, the Washington Post, AT&T, that's CNN, and Comcast, that's NBC. That is absolutely true. But even worse is the speculation. This might happen. It could happen. We need 87,000 ventilators. No, we need 64,000. We need them. Why, where were they? Why don't we have enough mass? Uh, did the guy eat a bat in Wuhan? I don't know, but he may have. But no, it could have been made. And, yet, and yet they won't. You know, and, like, the, oh. and yet they won't. They won't 
even give the facts that the reason why we didn't have ventilators on hand is because Barack Obama used them in the last emergency and then failed to replace them, which he was supposed to do. So we were down like 150 ventilators, 150,000 ventilators because he put them in use and then never replaced them after the last uh, uh, you know, virus square. Right. Yeah, right. But why would you give perspective to a news story? Why, why would yeah, you do that? Number why one, would you do that? Yeah, the reporters don't even know that. That's all, you know, limited their frame of references. And number two, that goes against the order du jour, the order of the day. Get them on April. Get them on Easter. Get them on this. Get them on ventilators. Get them on arguing with Cuomo. Get them, get them, get them, get them, get them. And that's all right, what it's so all let- about. So let me let me ask you this, because we have we got to we got to run. Um, you just brought up Cuomo setting himself up as the the virus candidate. Yes. Uh, I think I think Joe Biden, man, he's looking worse than he's ever looked. But he's only getting 2000 people watching him on his little <laughs> podcast thing. Anyway, it's it's really well, sad. Ought to, yeah, he ought to go down and look at your podcast and then go out. Come on up and look at mine um, because we have the most bad. successful ones. But, you know, poor Joe. That's, that's mm-hmm. all I can say is poor Joe. I, I, want, I want him on a, on a respirator just so he can't talk. Right. So is there it, – it, do you think there's a chance that Cuomo comes in and he tries to make the case and, and is at all successful of, of hijacking mm-hmm. the convention? Because I think that's what they're hoping yeah, but I think Biden may get the 1,911 delegates he needs because Bernie Sanders is blown up completely. So on June yeah. 2nd, that's the big uh, primary that's going to put him over the top. If he gets the delegates, then Andrew's got to wait four years. Uh, but Andrew yeah. wants it, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. All right, Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Thank you so much, sir. All right, Glenn. God bless you. I have a feeling you're the type of person who didn't get completely taken off guard by this whole quarantine thing that I'm I'm guessing that you already have your pantry stocked with the essentials, including toilet paper. And you were not one of those who were panicking uh, because you're listening to this sh- this show. Uh, you're not, you know, sitting in the rocking chair, whittling a piece of wood with a shotgun draped over your knees. At this point, you are somebody that. uh covers the bases you think about what's happening you think about how am i protecting my family that's why i want to talk to you about protecting your family with lifelock cyber criminals and identity thieves are getting smarter all the time this this whole thing uh is opening up for all kinds of scams all kinds of things happening online you need to really be covered you don't want to become a victim lifelock the identity theft protection that i have for my family for my children can't monitor all transactions at all businesses but you're gonna miss threats if you're just monitoring through your credit card Nobody does the work that LifeLock does, and you can save up to 25% off your first year right now by using promo code BECK. So call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK and get 25% off now. It's LifeLock.com, promo code BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Look, we uh, I want to talk to you about something we really could use your help on. Um, we know that times are really tight uh, and we know that people are freaking out about what they're going to be doing next month and their jobs. And next week, I think the job situation is going to be worse than it was this week. Uh, I think we're going to lose more than three million jobs uh, next week. Uh, and we are we're currently working on a special on the economy. All that you need to know, worst case, best case scenarios and how to prepare for what is coming. Uh, and we'll be ahead on this story, just like we have been on so many. Uh, we were ahead on the Covington kids in the last year. Think about what the blaze has has done way ahead on the Hunter Biden and Burisma thing, the Elon Omar Crowder has been right smack in the middle of the YouTube Vox censorship scandal. Uh, Dave Rubin is on the leading edge of, uh, of first amendment rights. <laughs> the, you did such a great job of getting the word out uh, on the Ukraine that we presented. They made it into the president's impeachment defense. It's all because the blaze exists and that's because of you. And we have built this to not be advertiser based, although we do have a lot of advertisers and those things are going to dry up. And uh, also, when your voice becomes important, they attack you. And that's why we built it with subscriptions in mind. But we know it's tough to subscribe right now. We're trying to make this the price of a cup of coffee, you know, a, a vente latte uh, at uh, Starbucks. So we're reducing the price, our biggest discount ever, for $30 off. If you subscribe for a year, you'll get $30 off. That is literally the cost of a, a venti latte at Starbucks a month. It's five bucks and some change. This is so critical that Mark Levin's voice is heard, that Steven Crowder, that Dave Rubin, uh, that my voice, all of the voices that you hear on the on the blaze, we are growing at exponential rate. But we know time is times are tough for us. We also know times are tough for you. So we'd like to partner here. And while this crisis goes on, we're going to offer this biggest discount ever. Thirty dollars off. But we really need your support at blaze TV dot com slash Glenn. There's um there is something you can do in this crisis to save the country. And I'm not saying that we're the only ones uh, by any stretch of the imagination. If you find no value in what we're doing, I mean, you shouldn't be listening, but if you find no value in what we're doing, that's fine. Go find somebody that does inform you and support them. Uh, but we are building, we are only behind Fox now. And I think we all know Fox, where it is headed. Uh, I mean, even the president is talking about it. Uh, I mean, they literally have emotional support cry rooms now. Roger Ailes would have lost his mind. I would have lost my mind. It's changed. Um, and we really could use your support. Please go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. We will make sure that we give you the correct information, the correct perspective, um, and we don't all agree with each other. So there's going to be things that, you know, you're, you're going to have to think and use your own brain. But that's what this is all about. Using your own brain and standing up independently and standing up for our Constitution. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn.
go there now subscribe i ask that you would subscribe i think we bring a lot more value than five bucks a month to you and your family by the way is this worth five bucks today candace owen speaks out about the coronavirus and she is uh she's not in lockstep with the media candace owens a frank conversation on my friday exclusive tonight only on the blaze tv Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. So glad that you're here. We have our coronavirus update coming up in a second. Also, probably the leading expert in the world on guns and gun laws is on to talk to us a little bit about what is happening to your Second Amendment rights right now. John Lott joins us in about a half hour. Our coronavirus update and so much more begins in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. If you've been thinking about selling your home anytime soon, the last few weeks have got to be frustrating. Um, Who's coming to look at your house at a time like this and who's brave enough to make an uh, investment like this right now? Well, the market is going to recover from this and uh, it's going to be a slow process. Perhaps if we can get back to work, it will recover quickly. Um, But it is going to recover from this. And the good thing about being cooped up in your house right now is you have a chance to make changes in your house. I've cleaned out my garage, uh, cleaned out my closet. We've cleaned out the hall closet. I mean, we've got piles of stuff for the goodwill. I mean, I don't know if anybody else is doing this, but that's what we've been doing at uh, the house. And now is a good time to prepare your home for sale, Um, you know. I got to figure out a way to get some flowers so I can plant some flowers and work in the garden. I am not a gardener, but I'm looking for anything else I can do. You can get your house into shape. Now, listen, you need a great real estate agent. Now is the time that you can even do an online tour of your house if you don't want you feel comfortable somebody coming into your house. Uh, But these are the top of their class. All of these real estate agents. And we're going to match you with our real estate agent in your area that has the best track record out there on on things like uh, sales, uh, the way they treat customers, the number of years they've been doing it. Where do they rank among all of the real estate a- you know agents in your area? We want to find the one that's going to help you your house for the most amount of money and the fastest time and be able to get you into the right neighborhood if you're moving in uh, and find the right perfect house for you real estate agents i trust.com free service to you find the right real estate agent right now real estate agents i trust.com arguing with socialists the new book from glenn beck pre-order now on amazon All right, our coronavirus update for Friday. Uh, if you look at our coronavirus update, every every stat is locked in at 5.30 in the morning, central time from John Hopkins University. Total confirmed cases worldwide, 542,000. That is up from 486. That's quite a jump. Total confirmed deaths worldwide up. 24,000, only 2,000 worldwide. Total confirmed recovered worldwide, 125, up from 117. 5% cases are considered serious, up from 4% yesterday. 
7% of confirmed cases here in the United States, however, do require hospitalization. Uh, the U.S. has 85,000 confirmed cases, 1,304 deaths, up from 65,000 cases, and 1,000 deaths uh, yesterday, so up about 300. United States of America now leads the world in total confirmed cases, with 4,409 more cases than China. We have officially 1,800 official recovered against the 1,300, rounding the numbers off on deaths. So the big news yesterday was after terrifying the world governments into committing financial suicide, the UK scientist has reduced his death forecast by 95%. Now, Stu is the guy that I trust with all of the stats and everything else. I asked him at the time that... Al Gore came out with his global warming movie. I said, I'm going to go see his movie. I'm going to go do my own research. Um, And Stu was like, oh, dear God, no. (laughs) I came out of that, and I had a pretty good idea that uh, of where I stood on it. But I said, Stu, I want you to look at these stats, look at these facts, and tear them apart. Show me where it's wrong. I'm going to say... I don't know. I believe them. I'm not acting on them, but I want to see them proven or disproven. And he's that's what Stu really does best. You've read you've read what he wrote. Uh, I've read what he wrote. Um, Is it fair to say he's not recanting? He's he's pointing out that the lower part of his scale is is accurate yeah it's been reported almost everywhere that he recanted his initial oh, 260,000 people were going to die in britain sort of projections and now he's saying 20,000 so that's it would be reasonable to note that difference it's pretty major um how however i think part of this is just a reporting issue if you read his study what he says is he he gives two different approaches he gives multiple more than that but the two that we're focusing on the two approaches were mitigation and suppression Okay, mitigation is sort of like the uh, approach that has been sort of the alternative approach. A lot of people on the right have suggested where you would um, you would uh, isolation of suspect cases, home quarantine of those um, who are living in the household of suspect cases, social distancing of the elderly, elderly and other risk cases. Right. So not what we're doing now. But that kind of alternative approach where the elderly and the sick would be isolated, anyone who might have the disease would be isolated, but other people would be able to kind of go about things a little bit more normally. That's mitigation. Suppression is kind of what we're doing now, which is everybody's social distances. Um, you know, we isolate anyone uh, who has it. We isolate the household of people who have it. We, uh, we close schools. We, call, we close universities and everything like that. Much closer to what we're doing and what Britain's doing. The way I took his comments, and I think is what he's saying, is Britain has now implemented the suppression strategy. So, Which was his most draconian. Right. And that one, his death count was 20,000. Exactly what he put in the study. So what he's saying is, we've now implemented the thing I thought we should implement, and now the death count is going to be a lot lower. He's not saying, oopsie doopsie, I, I said 260 last time, and now it's only 20. Um, he, he, they the, changed but, strategies but in that meantime. hadn't... Right, but the, they hadn't really been in that that lockdown no. for more than a couple of days. Right, but what he says, so yeah, I mean, no, it's true, and and that's ahead. he's saying that uh, the peak of this would be in two to three weeks, 
which is how long he said the suppression strategy would would take to actually go into effect so it is again i don't i'm not defending his analysis here i think he's off base um and i don't believe the worst case scenario so i'm not saying he's right on this i'm just saying i don't think he recanted it he he is he's trying to walk this line which he did outline pretty clearly in the study between these uh-huh. uh, two different approaches i still think i mean i we said this from the very beginning i think there's two major problems here one um you know i think his estimates are you know sky is falling type estimates but i mean i i'm not in this field i'm sure he knows more about it than i do obviously um secondarily though there's a real problem with us and the entire world seemingly basing all of our decisions on this one model uh, and i think what we crazy it just it's just you know anybody even if you know like the most honest person with the, with the most information might not be right and you don't blame these things usually on one model and it seems to be this model is what scared the hell out of everybody which is why we made these drastic changes but to his point that i don't think he recanted it 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 really goes to show how we have to be so careful you know we're looking at these models for global warming uh guys this one we at least know right away and we can pull back and adjust Global warming, we could spend ourselves into oblivion and have absolutely no idea the effects. None, because they keep moving the goalposts mm-hmm. and keep saying, well, you know, what we did there, that that worked. And so it's not going to happen for another 25 years. So we're we're going to have to keep pushing on. I mean, you, you just don't know, at least with this one, we'll know. But it, it shows again how much we don't know these guys were so absolutely positive and as i i said before and i i want to make clear on this i don't believe that this virus and nor have i ever believed this virus was going to be as deadly as everybody worried i have not been worried about this virus i have been worried about overwhelming the healthcare system we don't want to overwhelm the healthcare system if we do that, we're into a whole nother kettle of fish that we just don't want to get into. However, as I started to see what it's taking now, $6 trillion, and I think it's actually more than that, with what the Fed has done before this, this is just $6 trillion between the Fed and the United States Congress. Those two packages this week were $6 trillion. I bet we're closer to $10 trillion with everything that's been put into this. That's an awful lot of money. And we've got to go back to work to be able to pay for some of this stuff. Uh, now, let me go back to England here for a second. Government guidelines. Government guidelines at everybody separate, including Boris Johnson. But Boris Johnson now has confirmed he has tested positive for COVID-19. Over the last 24 hours, he said, I've developed mild symptoms and tested positive for coronavirus. I'm now self-isolating, but I'll continue to lead the government response via video conference as we fight this virus. His um, partner, Carrie Simons, is pregnant. She'll also isolate for two weeks. Uh, Together, we'll beat this, he said. In one of the most irresponsible things I've ever seen, news from Mexico, and this should concern every single American. Because Mexicans are going to pay for this and they are going to start making a run for our border and overwhelm our health care system. And nobody's going to stand up against that in Congress. And they should. 
Mexicans are making their own bed right now, and it's going to cost us possibly our health care system if we don't guard against it. The governor of the central Mexican state of Puebla told reporters yesterday, you ready? The majority of people that are getting sick, I'm quoting, are wealthy people, you know. If you're rich, you're at risk. But if you're poor, well, no, us poor, we're immune. (laughs) What? Wait, so does the disease check the tax returns? How exactly is that? uh, Yeah, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But how many poor people uh, in Mexico who are not paying attention because their government is not making a big deal out of this? are just going along with that and going, yeah, well, that's only a rich person's disease. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the one, uh, the one thing that's interesting about this, too, when it, going back to the projections we were just talking about, it, we're not going to necessarily know the answer with the UK and the US because we've taken sort of these more drastic steps. Places like Mexico and, and probably two-thirds of the globe have not. So we will see if this guy's projections wind up being true in places like Mexico and in uh, in the Middle East and and, and Africa. Um, because these countries haven't done anything. I mean, they're not, they're not, many of them are not doing any, even any testing. You know, Mexico has like 300 you. cases in their country of 129 million people, and it's across a border where the most cases are in the world. It's obviously not true, and they're just ignoring it at this point and hoping for the best. Here's what we should be doing um, we should be having our National Guard uh, stand on the border and and have some sort of healthcare, some sort of healthcare facility in a tent or something uh, that is on just on the other side of the border. We should work with the Mexicans. They should pay for it. But I mean, that is going to become a humanitarian crisis, and every bleeding heart is going to say, "We've got to let them into our hospitals." No, we don't. They've made their bed. And they'll swamp our system. We will. We've already done all of this, and we've put ourselves in a situation where we might be in a depression. They did nothing. They did nothing, and we we can offer help, and doctors can go down across the border when it starts to hit them if that's what they want to do. But we cannot have them flooding in and swamping us. I'm sorry. Your country is your lifeboat. You chose incorrectly as a nation. Um, all right. I love this story. Even in a pandemic, fake meat won't, uh, won't sell. <laughs> Apparently at grocery stores all across the, the uh, country, I've seen these pictures everywhere. Even in a crisis People will not buy fake hot dogs. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that that's actually true, uh, but because uh, I mean they are projected to make you know the, the market is like tripling every single year at the moment for these things. But there's certainly a lot of people who will not buy them no matter what. They'd rather die. <laughs> yeah, no. It's those those. You see the pictures of the shelves. Everything's gone. All of the vegan and vegetarian stuff, all that fake meat still sitting there. Everybody's like, man, I'm starving to death. Well, there's that stuff. Not that. That's crazy. What are we? What are we in Somalia? I'm not eating that crap. All right. There's your update for the day. Back in just a second. 
Let me tell you uh, some bad news here on cyber criminals. Cyber criminals have discovered a way in the past week to hack into your Wi-Fi and literally steal your toilet paper. No, that's not true. But if it were true, you'd do something about it, wouldn't you? America would be like, they're stealing toilet paper. What do I need to do? Here's the thing. Cyber criminals are getting something more important than your toilet paper. And this stimulus, I think, is only going to make it worse because there's going to be all kinds of people saying, oh, you have to click on this to be able to get the money. You got to do this. And hey, we represent the government. There is a really easy solution to make sure that cyber criminals are not stealing information from your device. You need Norton 360. Here's what you get. A VPN, a virtual private network, to help block hackers from stealing personal information. And more importantly, maybe, uh, companies from tracking your online activity. The government right now is working with these companies to track everything that you're doing. It's not good. Also, real-time device security for your devices, a safe cam to block people from being able to take over your webcam, privacy like you need. It's Norton.com slash Beck. Get Norton's 360. I just a few weeks ago upgraded. I had the basic package. I just upgraded to the maximum package because I think it's worth the extra money. Um, get the basic. It's great as well, but... Maybe I live in a different world. Uh, Norton.com slash Beck. Do it now. Norton.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. So there is some good news here. The Justice Department is getting involved in a federal civil rights lawsuit that seeks to block transgendered athletes in Connecticut from competing as girls. Uh, And it looks like schools. um, Schools must have certain biological males, namely those who particularly identify as female compete against biological females. In doing so, it deprives these women of a single-sex athletic competition that are uh, one of the marquee accomplishments of uh, Title IX. So it looks like uh, they're weighing in on this, and they're saying you can't treat trans athletes as girls, which I think is a a celebratory moment for a lot of parents and, quite honestly, a lot of girls who have worked really, really hard. Uh, surging traffic on the internet is uh, slowing down the internet. I swear to you, if I lose my internet, <laughs> I lose my mind. I lose my mind. You, you're not alone on that one. I can't even imagine what this period is like back in the old timey days. Uh, what oh would even gosh. go on? A uh, lot of sex. A <laughs> lot of sex. Um, uh, a lot of sex. Mm. A lot of sex. Yeah, that's what would have been happening there would in be the old timey days. That idea of the uh, the old baby boom. I, I think we're all so disgusted with each other at this point. It's probably not going to happen uh, this time. Yeah. there's not going to be a Corona baby boom because we're all just like, eh. Honestly, I'd rather I watch there King is. Tiger King. <laughs> I bet there is a. I bet there is a, a Corona uh, a virus baby boom. It'd be interesting to see. Um, I, I will tell you this. Uh, I was watching something last night on Netflix and it started to slow down 
And I looked at Tanya and I went, oh, dear God, no, 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 no. I mean, it, it, can you imagine if you had, you know, rural service, you didn't have high speed Internet? Can you imagine what it's like in some of the uh, some of the places in the country where it's still just not high speed? Holy cow, being trapped there. Oof. Yeah, that would not be pretty. Being trapped there, you got to go. You got to go outside anyway. You can go outside. Imagine New York. You're trapped. You can't. If you live on the the uh, you know fortieth floor of some skyscraper, you're not getting into the elevator with people. You're not doing that. Well, you have to go get food and and things like that. I know. So what are you doing? Tying a bandana around? I mean, it, it's got it's a different world. Especially, yeah, I'm so glad. Yeah, especially that's there. I am legend. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> that's true. I, I um I wonder. It's one of the interesting things about this too is people keep saying they have to you know be in their house. And it's like with our approach, you actually can be outside and do a lot of things outside. We just hate yeah. it so much. Like we we as Jim Gaffigan would say, indoorsy as a people. Uh, and uh, we are. Uh, we don't even like. I I sometimes even forget it's an option to go outside. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, we can't. I know. We can't my go wife. To a store my wife mall. said to my. My wife said to my son yesterday. She's like, we are going for a drive. We're going outside. And my son said, I don't want to go outside. And I looked at him and I said, I, I don't really either. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of with him. I, I mean, we had air conditioning here. It's nice. I mean. The whole outside thing is a little overrated, mm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, it gets too hot or it's too cold. I can control everything inside. I just need a hollow deck. Make us feel like we're outside and then feel like we're in a spaceship or, you know, fighting aliens or something. I could live in the game world. Oh, yeah. Ready Player One. That's me. You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right, you then. ZipRecruiter. Despite all of the ravages to the economy with coronavirus, the American workforce is going to come back online. Times are tough right now, and uh, it's, it's going to get better. It is going to get better. If you're the person who's in charge of hiring people, I think you should start getting busy really soon because there's a lot of people that are out of work right now, and you want to be the first at that pool. Hiring people is challenging, um, but you don't have to spend a lot of money. You can use ZipRecruiter. In fact, you can use ZipRecruiter for free today. And here's what they do. They take your your job. They post it on all leading websites. But then because they get more resumes than anybody else, they use this, this technology to scan all of those and find the right candidate. You can even ask uh, questions to change the algorithm a little bit more just to get the exact right person most companies when they look at for, to hire somebody from ZipRecruiter, they get the right candidate within the first hour definitely the first day they'll have a great candidate ZipRecruiter, try it for free ZipRecruiter.com slash beck blaze tv has the biggest discount ever a quarantine discount blaze tv.com slash glenn use the promo code glenn and get 30 bucks off This is the Glenn Beck program. We're so glad you're here. Um, you know, there's a couple of essential businesses, if you will, that are being closed down that I think should be marked as essential. One is our faith centers and not saying that we all should be going into church, but we have to remember that faith is essential to the American people. 
Um, the other one that is much more clear cut on remaining open, that is a gun store, especially when you have the the governments all around our country just letting prisoners out. What? I don't even understand that. Isn't shelter in place the perfect place to do that in prison? How is this not a, a how is how is releasing prisoners a good idea? I really don't understand that. And then on top of it, they're closing the gun stores. And on top of that, they're telling us, oh, well, our first responders are going to be swamped with calls. Well, then who's going to protect you? We have John Lott on. John is John is he's really, truly a national treasure. He is probably one of I would say this directly. He is the most important voice when it comes to uh, guns, gun crime, gun statistics. And that's why he's despised by people uh, on the left, because he's no pun intended, bulletproof with his stats. He is the president of Crime Prevention Research Center. Welcome to the program, John Lott, Jr. How are you, sir? Oh, great to talk to you again, Glenn. You bet. Um, so tell me what your thoughts are on, on you know, places like L.A. saying, no, a gun store is not essential. Right. Well, I mean, people are concerned about what will happen to the social order. I mean, we have kind of a perfect storm in the sense that prisoners are being released from prison because of the concern that some people may be particularly susceptible in closed spaces to gain the disease. Uh, we're not arresting people because they don't want to have new people put into the prison system. Uh, in police departments across the country, uh, you have two things that are happening. One is that many police departments simply aren't responding to many types of calls uh, from victims because they don't they want to limit the exposure that the police are receiving. Mm-hmm. Some departments like Los Angeles have issued gloves and goggles and face masks to police. But the thing is, when you're dealing with the rough and tumble of uh, actually arresting a criminal, uh, you know, just because you have a face mask on doesn't mean it's going to stay there at the end of the process that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, you also have a fair number of police who are getting the illness themselves right now. And, uh, and so you're going to have fewer police officers available to, uh, to be called on. So you, you make it less you have, for criminals. You, you have states now and counties that are starting to close down uh, these gun stores. I think it's surprising what happened in Illinois uh, where the governor did the exact opposite. Right. Yeah, well, there are a couple states now where you've had fairly strong uh, gun control advocate uh, Democratic governors who have actually allowed uh, gun stores to, to keep operating. But you have a large number uh, in major states like New York and New Jersey and uh, and other places which uh, have made it impossible for people to be able to go and buy guns uh, for protection, and uh, you know they've and they've in some of the states where the state actually operates the background check system, uh, you don't directly go to the federal system. Uh, they've just refused to process any more uh, right. uh, purchases. Yeah, somebody told me they were trying to buy a gun here in uh, Texas recently. And they said that it. They were told it's a almost a month's wait 
to get it uh, uh, through the system. And that's what they said. I don't know if that's true, but that's crazy if it is. Yeah, I've talked to a number of uh, licensed dealers, and they've told me that it's just impossible to get through the system right now. When they call up, uh, the line's busy. And, um, you know, I assume that's occurring across the country there. People... Now, is that is that because people are going out and buying guns or, you know, during the Obama administration, that was happening a lot, too. Uh, And during the Clinton administration, you talk to people who were, you know, uh, gun store owners and they said, boy, the day George Bush was uh, elected, all of a sudden, all those phone problems went away. Is that the same thing or is this just because they're overwhelmed? I think it's largely because they're overwhelmed, but of course the system can break down when they have a huge number of calls going in to the to the system there. But uh, you know, we know uh, ammunition sales, for example, uh, in the last three weeks have probably gone up about three hundred percent from what they were uh, in the three weeks prior to that. Uh, one can only assume that maybe gun sales have been going up similarly over that period of time. But, you know, one thing just to mention about the police, that is you and I can telecommute to do our jobs. I mean, you could go and do your uh, job uh, from your home. Uh, but police mm-hmm. officers don't have that option. They have to, they can't, they have to actually come in physical contact with uh, criminals. And that allows them to face risks in terms of the disease that uh, you and I and, and many others don't have to worry about. So, John, is any of this going to be corrected, assuming this uh, virus passes without any kind of real problems? Um, are, are we going to be able to take the states to court about this to be able to fix this and shore this up? Or do they have a right to just shut all this stuff down when it comes to gun stores and guns? Right. Well, I mean, there are a number of court cases. Uh, these things take time to wind through. Uh, and it's been kind of a mixed bag so far. Uh the Pennsylvania State Supreme Court, uh, which is almost completely dominated by Democrats, voted four to three that the state was allowed to go and shut down the, the gun stores that were there. Um, yeah. uh, you know, I think the federal courts, uh, Trump, while he's accomplished a lot in the courts, he's only kind of brought it into balance. The Democratic nominees had so completely yeah. dominated the courts prior to him being there. People talk about the number of federal judges that he's put on, but um, if you look at the circuit courts, uh, 24 of the states are in circuits where Democrats have a majority, and 26 are in uh, in states where Republicans now have a majority. And so the states which are most likely to put these types of restrictions on are the heavily blue states, and they tend to be in those circuits like the Ninth Circuit, for example, which are still dominated by Democrats. So, uh, John, um, as you're as you're looking at what's happening with the uh, with the situation with guns, what should the average person do and know today? Well, I mean, I think just as you have a fire extinguisher because something might happen, a fire might occur. Uh, We're not talking about the zombie apocalypse right now, but people have concerns about their safety. If police can't respond uh, to calls, 
either because the police officers aren't there or because uh, they're simply limiting the number of calls that they're willing to take because they don't want to expose the officers. People have to be able to go and protect themselves. Um, You know, if you make it less risky for criminals to go and commit crime, they're going to go and commit more crimes than they would have otherwise. That's that's happening. They're they're already in Philadelphia and other places saying we're not going to prosecute for, you know, certain things. Wait a minute. What? Right. I mean, they giving them a license. Right. If you steal up to a thousand dollars in some places, you're not going to be prosecuted. You have these uh, district attorneys uh, that George Soros and others have supported to get in there. And and they, you know, you, you can have these horrific videos of people just going into the stores and taking stuff off the shelves because they know that they're not going to get into serious trouble uh, for doing that. P- criminals are like anybody else. If you make it less risky, less costly for them to go and do something, they're going They'll to do, do more of it. John Lott, thank you so much. Appreciate it. The president of Crime Prevention Research Center, John Lott, Jr. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, all right. We have, uh, have something important to share with you coming up in just a second. And, and I'm interviewing somebody who the, the left will say is very controversial. But I think they're just saying common sense. And that interview is coming up today. We'll talk about it uh, in just a second. Uh, first, let's take a, just take a minute. Stop to think about the things that you used to do that you don't do anymore. There's some really good things that, you know, I don't do anymore, drinking, um, that weren't, weren't helpful. As you get older, you can start adding to those things, the things that you want to do, but you can't anymore because you don't feel well. You just don't, you're just not as strong as you used to be. And your pain, I'm not going skateboarding anytime soon. Uh, Things that you used to love to do, but your body now reacts differently because you're older. Relief factor is there for you. Get your life back. I mean, you may not feel like you're 16 again, but man, you're not going to feel like you're 80 relieffactor.com this has changed my life i take it twice a day and i highly recommend if you have pain just try this for a three-week quick start 70 percent of the people who start on the quick start go on to order more 70 percent because it works relieffactor.com try it at 800-583-84 call them now 800-583-84 or go to relieffactor.com this is the glenbeck program Today, on uh, the Friday exclusive for Blaze TV subscribers only, a uh, sit-down chat with uh, the one and only Candace Owens. Uh, she's going to be on with us, uh, and I'm going to be spending about a half hour commercial-free with her, just talking about the coronavirus. She has a really controversial look, if you're listening to the media. She's just wondering, do we have the data to uh, to to do what what we're doing to our country um is this the right thing to do uh we'll talk to her about the coronavirus what you should know and how we should be thinking about it 
according to Candace Owens, t- today uh, on uh, the Friday exclusive. Again, only for Blaze subscribers. Right now, if you're not a Blaze subscriber, now is the perfect time to subscribe. Our biggest discount ever. We're doing a, um, a Blaze subscription drive for the coronavirus. Uh, you can get $30 off your year-long membership. That works out to be about 5 bucks and some change every single month. It is so well worth uh, your your money of paying five bucks a month. If you only watch one show, it's worth that. That's the price of a what a latte, a venti latte uh, at uh, Starbucks. It's worth it. Um, and this is really, I think, service to your fellow man in your country because of the voices we have assembled. We have Stephen Crowder. We have uh, uh, Mark Levin. My show, Dave Rubin, Stu's show, Pat's show. Um, uh, we have the um, pseudo-intellectual. Lauren Chen uh, is part of our network. We have Chad Prather. We have uh, Phil Robertson. You, you name it, we have them. Uh, and we thank you so much for your subscription. And we would ask that you would become a member a team member with us and help us get this information out. Uh, you can subscribe now at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. Yeah, no, uh, 30 bucks off is more than they've ever done. If you're going to be at home watching a lot of quarantine TV, it's a nice little offer to take advantage of. But I know one of the things you talked about for a long time, Glenn, was trying to get all of those voices in the same place where they would be protected from the media cycles and the outrage brigades and all of that. And that's kind of what is, has gone on here. I mean, we've seen the impact not only with uh, stuff that you've done, but, you know, that Mark has done and so many others and Steven Crowder, uh, you know, so many others. You, you look at that and you say, we hear that back from the people in Washington all the time uh, that they mm-hmm. have you know heard or seen things uh, on the network that they've wound up using in, in not only in backdoor meetings, but also in uh, in front of the cameras. Um, and it's moved, you know, it's moved policy. It's moved, as you pointed out, the, the president's uh, impeachment defense impeachment included a lot of the things that we've talked about. Um, it's one of those situations where I think uh, getting everybody together and giving, you know, look, it's an obviously a really good value for all of those shows for five bucks a month. But I mean, beyond that, it actually has an impact and you can't do that. Uh, nearly as easily when you're trying to do it as a solo person it's it's a lot more difficult to do it and so the, you know i think it's a it's a really good value and if you can save 30 bucks you can do it now yeah and i want you to know i thought of this today because i'm really trying to be responsible with your money and my money and everything else and i just want to point this out i never even thought of this until until today um you know i'm doing uh some massive renovation on our on our studio it's a massive complex i want you to know that's not a blaze property so none of that money is coming from blaze subscriptions um if if anybody was wondering we are really 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 frugal uh with with your money because we know how hard you worked for it it goes to put these shows on the air uh and that's it and uh our standards have gone way way up uh and we've become very very cautious with your money and especially now i mean we never wasted money but especially now, we know the value of a dollar and we know how tough it is to survive and we are built to survive. But we're only built to survive if you subscribe. Uh, this whole model was built so 
media matters could come to any of us and try to get us kicked off the air and we didn't have to worry about it because we only answer to you um, we have taken advertising dollars and those dollars are fairly stable but this is going to make a gigantic impact uh, and i don't even know i i don't even know how some media is going to stay in business um, because it it all has to do with local advertising, national advertising, uh, and what we're facing is pretty grim. So our biggest discount ever, it's like five bucks and I don't know, 50 or 80 cents uh, a month now. It's well, well worth it. Our biggest discount ever. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and get that discount and become a member of the team. It's blazetv.com, promo code Glenn. You're listening to Glenn Beck.